Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Randy Couture. If you're out there looking for a great sports podcast, go check out Big Mouth Small Words. What up, guys? It's Joshua Tate, and I just want to give a shout-out to the Big Mouth Small Words podcast in Boston. Thank you guys for your dedication and support. Go Pets. Hey, it's Big Jim from 98.5 The Sports Hub, and I love listening to Big Mouth Small Words. Check them out at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Big Mouth Small Words Sports Talk. We back, baby. Another episode. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Let us go, baby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 178 of the Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. I'm sorry about the mix-up last week. I really don't know what happened. For those of you that listened, you know, apparently my week three picks got lost. Then Anchor put up my week two picks instead of week three. And now my week three picks are there, but week two is gone. I don't know what the hell happened. They assured me that they would fix it. They have not, but doesn't matter. Week three was there. You saw what happens. We got to go to week four now. I'm doing these a bit earlier than usual because I'm going to Austin, Texas, a little bit of a bachelor party, a little bit of getting it going. I've been sick with bronchitis. If you can hear, I'm not coughing. Now that I've said that, I'm probably going to cough at some point, but I'm feeling better. So perfect time to get hammered, right? <laughs> We're going to figure it out. But um, I'm going to post my Thursday night football predictions and or spoilers. I've been on fire on my Instagram at Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. So follow me, win some money with me. We got to get to these Sunday NFL picks, all right? Week one, I went eight and six. Week two, I went 10 and four, which was very nice. And then week three, I went nine and five. So I'm right around that 65%. I want to be over 70 no matter what. So I'm a little annoyed that I'm 65, but hey, not bad, not bad. We need to get better. We move on here. We got the two and one Tennessee Titans versus the 0 and three Jets. Oh, good Lord. I mean, This game is not going to be fun to watch. If you are a Jets fan, I would imagine the Titans are going to maybe try some new stuff. They might use this game as a live practice. No matter what way you slice this, I mean, the Jets are all done. They're screwed. Uh, Henry's going to run wild. Tannehill's going to do whatever he wants. I don't even know if they're going to have Julio or... A.J. Brown, I don't think they will, but you know what? I don't care. I'm taking the Texans at negative 7.5. The Jets have been terrible. Zach Wilson's bad. I'm just going to go with the Titans. Um, The 0-3 Detroit Lions versus the 1-2 Chicago Bears. Now, listen, this one surprised me. Vegas always seems to know what the hell's going on. I don't get it. I see a lot of people picking the Bears. I see Vegas picking the Bears as the favorite, and I cannot for the life of me imagine why. I mean, last week was an embarrassment. The Bears were terrible, and they started Justin Fields, and I told you what was going to happen. I believe there were nine sacks. The Browns' defensive front against the Bears, and you put a rookie back there, it's a joke. I mean, rookie quarterbacks are 1-10 in on the year. So it's unbelievable that Nagy would even put him in that position. Just an absolute choke job. Horrible. I'm sure the Bears are going to be better this week at home. But I'm also sure that the Lions know how to put up points. I mean, they had a rough one last week, but they were very close to beating the Ravens. And I just, I don't know, man. I look at the Bears and nothing that they do impresses me. I'm going to take the Lions here. I'm going to take the points. 
I can't believe that the Bears are favored. I'm going to take the Lions at plus 2.5. I think there's a chance that the Lions win that game outright. Um, yeah, it's more about the Bears being bad, but I'm going with the Lions there. Next, we have the 3-0 and Carolina Panthers versus the 2-1 and Dallas Cowboys. This would have been an amazing game if the Panthers didn't just lose half their team to injuries. I mean, you lose Christian McCaffrey, you lose your bat, you J.C. Horn, you lose legitimately some of your best players. I'm sure the Panthers are going to come out, they're going to have some fight, but even if McCaffrey was good, Horn was good, everyone was good, I think that Dak Prescott is playing at an elite level. I think the Cowboys, in a way, are getting a little slept on because they always find a way to screw things up. The Cowboys are finally feeling themselves. They're playing the way they should with the roster that they have. They are habitual underachievers. And this year, they kind of look different to me, man. The Cowboys have faced tougher competition this year, and I think that's the difference. I mean, you know, the Cowboys have beaten the Chargers. The Cowboys, they're just, they look good this year. And I, I don't think that the Panthers are, are very good. I think they've beaten mediocre competition. And look for the Cowboys to hand the Panthers their first loss. That's what I'm going to say. So I'm taking the Cowboys at negative 4.5. I think they win by at least a touchdown. So that's that's an easy pick for me. Um, We move on to the 0-3 Indianapolis Colts versus the 1-2 Miami Dolphins. Now, this one... Is not an easy pick for Vegas, but it's an easy pick for me, man. I know the Colts haven't won a game. I know that the Colts haven't looked amazing, but look at who they've played. They played the Seattle Seahawks, who are tough. They've played the Rams, who look like the best team in the league, and they've played the Titans, who are two and one. So all of the teams that they've played are solid, legit teams. The Dolphins have one win, and it came against the Patriots, who we are finding out to be unfortunately mediocre. So I think the Colts win this game outright. I think they win it actually fairly easily. But if you're going to give me the points as well, that's a joke. That's a joke. And I know people are like, oh, well, they they did pretty good against the Raiders. They almost beat the Raiders. The Raiders are 3-0, but they're not. Can we pretend that we know what we're talking about? Can we, can we not pretend that the Raiders are somehow this really great team? They're not. They've won a couple games. Relax. Take the Colts at plus 1.5. Get that money with me, all right? We move on to the 2-1 Cleveland Browns versus the 1-2 Minnesota Vikings. Both these teams know how to score points. I honestly got to be honest. I thought this spread was going to be bigger, which made this a much easier decision than it was going to be. The Vikings are going to keep pace in the first half. But the running game of the Browns is going to be the difference here. Hunt and Chubb are going to control the clock. They're going to control the pace of the game. And in the end, I would say the Browns are going to win by about 10 points. I mean, you know Kirk Cousins is going to take his chances. Adam Thielen, Jefferson, they're going to find the end zone. Cook's going to get his. But at the end of the day, the Browns are going to win this game. And making the spread at negative 2.5, I was like, you're going to put that under three. You're nuts. The Browns are winning by over a field goal. That's easy. So... Take the Browns at negative 2.5 for, for days. We go to the 1-2 Washington football team versus the 1-2 Atlanta Falcons. Oh, good God. So what do I say about this? Both these teams have seen better days. The Falcons found a way to win last week. But 
it's not like they were impressive. I mean, let's let's be real here. Washington got smoked by the Bills on the road, but that's not surprising. I think in the end, both these teams like to find ways to lose. But Matt Ryan, man, he tried even in that game to blow it. He tried to throw a pick in the end zone. He he did everything he could to lose. I just think Matt Ryan makes too many mistakes. And I think he's going to turn the ball over. I think Chase is going to get to him. And uh, I think Washington's going to win this one late. So I'm going to take Washington at negative 1.5. I wish it was even. But yeah, I'll take Washington at negative 1.5. We then have the 1-2 and two Houston Texans versus the 2-1 and one Buffalo Bills. This spread is absolutely bonkers. I mean, to say any NFL team is going to win by 17, that is friggin' scary. I mean, I looked at this and I was like, oh, slam dunk. And you know what, dude? This is what makes me hate spreads. Because I remember, you know, even just the last year when I was making my picks, and I didn't have to worry about the spreads. Oh, Buffalo, lock of the week. Would have been easy. I'm going to press it just to make myself feel better. It's not true. But if, if there was no... It's closed. If there was no spread attached to this, Bills beating the Texans is a slam dunk. So that would be a lock. It's not. Um, I'm so worried about the Bills going up early. <coughs> oh, there's a cough. And the Texans hanging around and then scoring late. I'm going to take the Bills at negative 16.5. And it freaks me the hell out. But the Texans are so bad. And the Bills, I don't know. I'm taking the Bills at negative 16.5. We'll see what happens. We got the 0-3 New York Giants versus the 2-1 New Orleans Saints. This game should be an easy pick. But at negative 7.5, I'm nervous. Here's another one with the spreads that absolutely drives me up a wall. What Saints team are we going to get here? Are we going to get the one that dominated the Patriots on the road? We're going to get the one that dominated the Packers, or we're going to get the trash team that showed up against the Panthers. Either way, the Giants are horrible. We know this. We know the Giants are very bad, but they can put up points, and it scares me. I'm trying to think. Um, I wish I had a week to think about this. I'm going to take the Saints at negative 7.5, but I'm not overly confident about it, and it's pissing me off. It's games like these, man. Like, I could see the Saints winning by 20. I could see the Saints taking the foot off the gas, letting them come back, and winning by a field goal. So, ah. All right, we're taking the Saints at negative 7.5. So scary. We move on to the 1-2 Kansas City Chiefs. I had to read that again. And the 1-2 Philadelphia Eagles, which seems about right. I feel horrible for the Eagles here. I feel terrible for them. They just got smashed by a division rival. You know, Jalen Hurts went up there and he talked. He literally referred to himself and the Eagles as poop. He, I'm not joking. He literally went up there and he's like, when you take a, when you take a uh, crap, what do you do when it's done? You flush it. And I'm like, you, you're shit. You're referring to shit. I can't. I mean, the, absolutely terrible in the post game. They have to play this team, and the Chiefs are going to destroy them. I mean, 
How insane is it that the Chiefs are one and two? They're last in their division. That's not going to last, and neither will the Eagles in this game. I see a dominant Chiefs win here. I take the Chiefs at negative 7.5. I pound that number. I think the Chiefs are going to kill them. So there's that. And we move on to the one and two Seattle Seahawks versus the two and one San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers were so close to being 3-0, but Rodgers made them learn about clock management. They left too much time on the clock. They blew it. I think the 49ers are a very complete team. I think they're hard to beat at home. But the Seahawks, I don't know who they are. They cannot decide who they are. They lose to a bad team last week. It was just it was horrible to watch. They will always put up points with Wilson and company but they also make too many mistakes. And I think they make too many mistakes to the point now where they cannot be considered elite. Before you could say regular season, you know, Russell Wilson could be MVP, blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, halfway through the season, everything goes to hell. They're doing that early this year. I'm going to take the 49ers at home. They just lost a close game. They should have won. I'm going to take San Francisco at negative 2.5, which is going to put Seattle to one and three if that happens. I'm a little nervous that the Seahawks are going to go into this game and throw everything they have into it. But I'm going to I'm going to stick with that 49ers D. I think they're going to figure it out. We move on to the battle of the unbeaten teams. The 3 and 0 Arizona Cardinals versus the 3 and 0 LA Rams. This game seems like it should be the game of the week. Two top teams going toe to toe figuring it out. But the Cardinals No, no, no. I'm here to tell all of you, do not listen to the hype. The Cardinals are pretenders. The Rams, I could talk to you about this game in every facet and explain to you all these crazy things, but I'm just giving you the meat and potatoes today because I got to go to Austin, Texas and get drunk, okay? So I'm going to say it like this. The Cardinals are pretenders. The Rams are going to expose them. They are going to embarrass them. They are going to victimize them. This is going to be uncomfortable to watch unless you are a Rams fan. Take the Rams at negative 5.5. That spread should be way higher. I mean, the Cardinals are barely beating teams that they should smoke. And you're going to play, have them play the Rams? Did you see what the Rams just did to the Bucks? I'm telling you, that, that's easy money right there. And you know what I'm going to do? That's lock of the week. Lock of the week. That's how confident I am that the Cardinals are taking that L big time. Rams are going to kill them. We move on to the one and two Pittsburgh Steelers. The one and two Pittsburgh Steelers versus the two and one Green Bay Packers. This is delicious. This is saucy. It's fantastic. The Steelers looked horrible on Sunday. Back to back home losses. Big Ben looks like he ate that last cheeseburger and it's time to go home for good. Going on the road. To face a rejuvenated Packers team is not the recipe for success. I can't believe that Vegas has this spread at 6.5. Cannot believe it. I don't know if they watched how Big Ben could not throw. I don't know if they watched how Claypool is limping around. He's hurting. Johnson's hurting. The the Packers are going to kill them. I mean, even Juju got hurt. The Steelers are friggin' limping and hurting and are bad. I think the Packers cover this easily. 
I take the Packers at negative 6.5 all day long and allow me very quickly to give me a moment to gloat. I mean, I told you before the season the Steelers were the worst team in the AFC North. I told you that. Week by week, I'm going to be proven right over and over again. You will have to watch and you will have to learn. I went on to the West Coast Gamblers podcast. Two of those guys picked the Steelers to win the division. I told them they were crazy. I told them Big Ben had too many cheeseburgers. He's all done. I'm looking like I'm going to be right. It's I, I can't see how this is going to turn. So I'm going to gloat about that. Feels really good. Cannot wait to see the Steelers at one and three and uh, the Bengals at three and one, hopefully. So we move on to another team in the AFC North. We got the two and one Baltimore Ravens versus the three and oh, Denver Broncos. Now this game is interesting. The Broncos are favored at home. It's hard to imagine, for me to imagine at least, the Ravens as underdogs in this game. I know the Broncos look good. And I did pick the Broncos to have a good year, but I got to call it like it is. The Broncos beat the Giants. The Broncos beat the Jaguars and they beat the Jets. None of those teams have a win. None of them. So the Ravens right here are going to be a huge reality check. Now, the Broncos are always dangerous at home and I always say that. But I'm sorry to tell you, I just don't see a way that the Ravens lose this game. It could be close. It might not. But even though that they're going to, they're giving the Ravens points. I just don't see a way that the Ravens lose. So I'm taking the points. I'm taking the Ravens at plus 1.5. I, I'm not even going to press the button. That's supposedly going to be an upset of the week, but that's happening. I'm telling you right now. And that brings us to our last game. Oh God, our last game. The two and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Versus the one and two New England Patriots. I'm going to do a moment of silence real quick. That was the moment of silence for the Patriots in this game. I I want so badly to believe that the Patriots have a chance in this game. I talked to Colin Tedneen about this on our chat. And, you know, I want to believe that last week Bill didn't run the ball and took that loss so that he could give Brady no tape to watch and he could smash him. That's what Colin's thinking. I want to believe that, but I cannot. I don't see the Patriots matching up with the Bucs anywhere. I mean, honestly, when you look at the talent gap, it's just too much. I don't think Brady's going to fall off a cliff this week, not to mention, not like they needed fuel to the fire, but the way that the Rams smacked them around and made them look bad... That's the word. You almost wanted the Bucks walking in here 3-0 and and we're 1-2 and and you kind of wanted that. You don't want them walking in mad. So you know Gronk is going to have a, he's going to be, have fire up his ass. AB is going to want to beat the team that cut him. Brady's going to want that ass. So, yeah. I see Brady dominating the Patriots, unfortunately. I'm going to take the Bucks at negative 6.5. Negative 6.5? Good Lord. That's not... I mean, this game should have been a 10-point spread or something. Like, I don't know. So the Bucks are going to win that. I feel terrible about it, but it's fact, I think. Hopefully, we can 
get these picks going. I mean, like I said before, week one, I'd never done spread picks, so eight and six was kind of to be expected. Ten and four is what I'm looking for. If I can give you ten and four every week, I'll feel happy. Uh, and then the nine and five is fine. It's not amazing, but it's fine. Um, and that's obviously not including my Thursday night football picks and my Monday night football picks, where I also give you the over-under for those. I've been crushing it with those. I can't remember exactly what my exact records are, but I'm on fire with them. You can go and you can check. They're all in the highlighted sections. I've been winning everything. So that would boost our numbers up, but I'm a fair man. I only go by Sundays on this. So let's look to get back on track. I'm going to be watching. I'm going to be hoping that I can win you guys money along with myself. And uh, we'll look to get it going. When I get back, I will look to possibly do another podcast talking some MMA. I would love to rip John Jones apart and talk mad shit about all of the crap that he's done. And he's a garbage person. Um, I would love to talk about the UFC 266 card that just happened. Nick Diaz, Shevchenko dominated the... Uh, Ortega fight was amazing. There were a lot of good fights, and there's a lot of good fights coming up. So I will talk about some MMA coming up. Definitely, obviously, every week I'm going to be doing this uh, football stuff for you. We will get back to the Bruins. The Bruins are on their way to being back, so we will figure it out, potentially have Batch in here, potentially have Matt in here. And, um, yeah, so thank you, everyone, for listening. I'm going to end the podcast there. I really appreciate all of your support. I'm going to tell you what I always tell you. Go to BigMouthSmallWords.com. I will have all my picks up there if you want to read them. Make sure that you go to at BigMouthSmallWordsPodcast on Instagram. Let's win some money. Stay safe, everybody. Fucking embarrassing.